Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Today's episode is number 43, and we're going to share with you a segment of one of our trading performance meetings that we hold with our trading performance members. And in the segment, we discuss why your beliefs and expectations regarding trading have such a profound effect on your trading results. So listen up and enjoy the presentation. How do we properly interpret the feedback we're getting so that we can learn how to improve as a trader? That comes down to something called beliefs and expectations. Uh, I'm going to just throw out the model again, right? So we've talked about the thought model in the past on trading performance. And this is a shortened, very surface level model. But at its core, it essentially is telling us that there are is a C, and the C is circumstances. There's a T, which is a thought. There's an E, which is an emotion, an A, which is an action, and an R, which is a result. Now, our circumstances, uh, the way the model works, our circumstances are always, always neutral, meaning that a circumstance is never, I lost a trade. I lost a trade is an emotionally charged statement. The word I lost is emotionally charged for a human being because human beings are naturally have an aversion to losing things, right? And the historically, um, a thousand years ago, losing something essentially meant you might die, right? Not No longer the case in 2021, right? But that is the way uh, humans normally going to react. So I lost a trade is not an appropriate or would not be a circumstance. It would be a thought. Now, if I had a $50,000 trade on and um, I ended up losing $3,000 in that trade, right? We'll, we'll have that thought. Um, compare I lost $3,000, that statement, to the statement of, a, of I invested $50,000 and I returned $47,000, right? That's a factual, non-emotionally charged statement. I lost $3,000 would be a thought associated with that statement. It's gonna have an emotional charge to it. Now, that emotion is going to be, I don't know, depending on you, disappointment, being scared, um, bummed out. I mean, whatever the emotion is, that emotion is going to cause you to take an action or to not take an action. And based on the actions you take, you're going to get certain results, right? So that's essentially the thought model at work. I want to go deeper into what we call an extended thought model. Now, this model is something that we use in coaching, life coaching and stuff like that. The extended model is stuff that we use in NLP and we start getting into hypnosis. And when we train people on that, we talk about an extended model. And again, I'm going to do this or go over this because it's gonna help you understand why you're getting the emotions and feeling the way you do, you do and what and why and how it affects what you're actually doing in your decisions in your trading. Okay, so we're going to have, we all have unconscious beliefs and expectations. Now, what I mean by just briefly conscious and unconscious, right? Conscious is 
what you're listening to me with right now, what you're paying attention with, what you're looking at, what you're noticing essentially, right? That's the conscious part of the mind. And then of course, some people say, I call it a subconscious. Uh, hypnotists call it an unconscious. Um, since that's my background, that's what I'll call it. Uh, then you have the unconscious part of the mind, which, which controls 99% of everything you do, see, feel, and, um, and everything else, right? So for example, most of us can see the computer screen you're looking at right now, but we actually have no idea how we actually see it, right? The process by which you see is unconscious for the most part. The only thing you know how to do is to stop it by closing your eyes, right? Rather than that, you can't tell me the pathways and the electronic signals that happen in the brain that convert the light waves coming into your eyes and converting them. You don't have no idea how that works. All you know is that you can see stuff, right? So what you can see is conscious, or at least some of what you can see is conscious. How it happens is unconscious. Now, everything works this way in our mind. Uh, a lot of our beliefs and our expectations, some of them are conscious, a lot of them are unconscious. We, we're, in other words, we're not even aware of them. So with that in mind, we have these unconscious beliefs. Then we have circumstances. Now your brain has beliefs and expectations. Your brain, in fact, is what we call a uh, forecasting machine. In other words, it, it anticipates everything. So if we go back to sight, for example, you're looking at, you when you look at something, you're not actually looking at it. You're actually seeing an image of what your mind expects to see. To prove this, right, there's been thousands of studies to prove this. If you were when you wake up and you open your eyes, you see, you, you see your bedroom. Have you ever had the experience where you were staying someplace other than your bedroom, maybe in a different room, maybe in a hotel room, different house, and you opened your eyes and for a moment, you thought that you were back at your house. You thought that you were in your bedroom. And then it took a few minutes to realize that that wasn't the case. The reason that happens is because when you open your eyes, your brain gives you a conscious image of what it expects to see when you open your eyes. From there, it once you do open your eyes, and all the time goes by for the light waves to hit your eyes and for your eyes, for your brain to interpret all this other stuff. When it realizes that what the input coming into your, through your eyes is different than what it expects, it makes an adjustment and it pops up the new image or the new expectation. That's how essentially everything works in your brain. It makes, it has expectations and then it compares what happens with the circumstances, right? So you opened your eyes, you saw your brain threw up an image of your house. It threw up its expectation. It compared its expectation to actual input and it made adjustments 
or it made a judgment or whatever. This is how it works. So, you know, as a person in your life, you have, and in trading for as well, you have these expectations. When you meet expectations, everything's normal. When you don't meet expectations in one way or another, you get an adjustment. So it's, it's the same thing here. Um, I'm, going to have an, I'm going to have an expectation and I have beliefs. I'm going to have a circumstance. I'm gonna compare my expectations to my circumstance. And then I'm going to have a thought about that. Now this thought may be conscious or it may be unconscious. I can tell you the unconscious thought comes first because most of the time before you're even conscious of anything, you've had an expectation, you've had a circumstance, you've had a comparison to that circumstance and your brain automatically places a meaning on that which is going to create possibly a conscious thought, maybe not, but whatever that is, is going to create an emotion. Now, Here's our, our next concept. Once you have an emotion, you think differently. Your brain has something I call thought maps or emotional maps. And depending on what emotional map you're in, you pay attention to different information and you put different meanings on information. So in other words, if you're in a really good mood and you're happy and things are going well and your wife or significant other or husband or whatever calls you an asshole, you might just laugh it off, right? Right? Oh, or he must be upset. Something's bothering him or whatever, right? Or maybe you just take it as a joke. If the exact same thing happens and you're in a bad mood and you're upset, you would have a completely different emotion from the exact same circumstance. This is because you're on a different uh, map, right? So your emotions going, are going to choose the filters by which you're going to see information and interpret information. It's going to create a deletion, distortion, generalization, and making up of certain information, types of information. Now the information you look for is going to be, right, so once I, so let's say I get into an angry emotion. My significant other says something to me and I get into an angry emotion. I'm going to have my angry filters map going in my brain, right? Or we can call it an angry trance, right? As hypnotists, we call them trances. But I'm going to have a, an angry filter in my brain and that filter is intended, is intended to reinforce and perpetuate that emotion. Right? So if you've been in an argument with your spouse and you got angry with them and then they kind of made up to you or they say something nice, right? you discount that. You say, oh, you're just trying to make me you know, feel better as if that's a bad thing, right? You know, it's like it's a bad thing. Your spouse is trying to make you feel better. But, but you take it that way and you make yourself more angry and more angry. And even when you try to make up, you're looking for any sort of evidence that the makeup is false or, or for a reason to get back into the fight again right? 
emotions are like little people with a life or little life forms and they want to keep their life going and they want to you know get better at it so you get into this mind map filter and then you get into this reinforcement of that filter because of the information you're the way you're interpreting information at that point and the information you're paying attention to and the information you're ignoring this is going to create an urge to do something or to not do something or to do something else all this happens much of the time underneath your awareness right you look at the market and you see that um i don't know the market's down 80 points like yesterday on the Russell, you get this feeling of dread, right? This is the process you're going through though, right? You had an expectation, you had a circumstance, you compared your circumstance to your expectation, you had unconscious thoughts, which triggered an emotion. And now that emotion has already put you into a certain mind map that's looking for information to reinforce itself and tell you why this is a bigger problem possibly than it is. That's going to create an urge for you to do something or not do something. So say you have rules in place not to adjust till the end of the day. You look at your position, your position's down, I don't know, whatever, right? You get an emotion about that. The emo then you look for evidence that the market's going to continue to go down the next day, right? All this evidence comes into play. You kind of ignore the fact that the mar market might bounce 80 points the next day because we don't know what the market's going to do the next day, but you build a case to reinforce your emotion that this is a thing to worry about. And that urge comes and it's going to get stronger and stronger. Now, as it gets stronger, your conscious or your logical mind, its job is not to be logical, by the way. Its job is to logically justify acting on your emotions. That's what your conscious mind does. We call it the, the rational lying brain. It'll make up all kinds of stories in order to logically explain the reason why you should make a decision to satisfy your urge, right? We see this in drug rehab. We see it in relationships. We see it in anything. And we also see it in trading, right? So once you consciously once you justify that logically right you let go of the resistance to doing it and then you make a decision whether that decision is to take an action or not action who knows right you make a decision from that decision you're go or that action you're going to get a result which is by the way your new circumstance from there we're going to make an unconscious interpretation of the result we're also going to make a conscious, well, we don't have to, right? But a lot of times if we're conscious or paying attention to something, then we're going to make a conscious interpretation of the result. And depending on how those interpretations go, we're either going to reinforce our belief, which is what happens most of the time, or we're gonna deteriorate our belief. Your unconscious interpretation is almost going to always reinforce your belief. Your unconscious will reinforce your belief. Usually, if you're going to deteriorate from a belief, it usually, not all the time, but most of the time, is going to require conscious intervention in order to do that. So that is essentially the way your brain is doing things. 
It's very good to be conscious of that. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see on the next Trading Performance Podcast, please post that in the comments below. Also, I'd love to invite you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our pro and trading performance memberships where you can get the information you need to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.